Hi, welcome to the next episode of the Happy Gut for Life podcast with Sherry Lip. This week I'm going to be talking about uh, support as you start the diet, support from your family, from friends, at work, and other people that you deal with on a daily basis. Starting a diet like SCD can be pretty difficult um, when it comes to other people because it is so drastically different than, you know, kind of what people consider a normal diet. Um, These days it's a little easier with keto and paleo being so popular because it's similar to those, but the reason for doing it is so different. People, you still get a lot of people who don't understand because with those diets, even as strict as some people want to be and dedicated to them as they are, I think people can be like, well, you, you, can, you can have this. Um, and that's not true for SCD, but people still have that same opinion about it. So when I first started, the first person, of course, I talked to about it was my boyfriend, who is now my husband, and he was fully supportive. Uh, he liked the idea, he never questioned it, and he um, has always been that way. Um, my mom was also very supportive, um, and she she was always one to like new things. So I think she was just kind of excited to see what I was going to come up with. Um, the rest of my family were, like I wouldn't say they weren't supportive, but they were kind of, they didn't really think that it was a necessity. So, and then um, people at work, that's always the hardest part. Um, I had my group, I think I talked about in an earlier episode, who were very supportive, kind of my my work group that I ate lunch with and spent the most time with were supportive about it. But everybody else, it can be very hit and miss. So what do you do in those situations? So when dealing with family, that can be the hardest because you're closest to them and you care, for one, you care about what they think and the other one is they have a lot of influence on you a lot of the time. So when somebody is not on board with it, it can be an emotional challenge. I mean, for me, after 20 plus years on the diet, I don't really care what people think as much and I don't run out everybody in my family, of course, is used to it, whether they agree or not. Um, they're used to it and they know they know what to expect. But when you're first getting started, it can be extremely difficult on two levels. One is that somebody may be like, that's stupid or you can make an exception. This is a, a family occasion and you know, you're going to you're going to skip eating special dishes that people make and it's going to be and you're worried about hurting their feelings and it can be hard to get people to understand and the other thing is you probably want the thing that you're you're skipping you know if it's you know somebody's signature dessert or something that you really like my grandmother used to make these really good rolls she didn't really make bread that often but in the holidays she did and they're so good I can still like taste them in my head You know, it's been nearly 30 years since she passed away, and I can still taste those rolls. But, um, so she passed away before I started the diet, but my mom used to make them also in her place. So, you know, it's those things that that make it hard because you want those things and you're not wanting to hurt people's feelings. But, 
you have to kind of stand fast. Once you once you commit to the diet, I, I talk to a lot of people and that's their biggest weakness, especially when it comes to a special occasion or when it comes to hurting people's feelings. I mean, it's, who wants to hurt their grandmother? You know, their grandmother's feelings. You don't want to do that. But you have to explain to them that you're not, it's not being hurtful and that you're doing this for you and you're doing it so you can spend more time with them because you're going to be feeling good. That's kind of how I approach it. It's like, I'm not wanting, you know, to disrespect anybody and it's not that I don't want this food, but, you know, I'm doing this for my health and it's important, you know, if you make it important to you and I think for me having confidence that's the big thing if you kind of like i don't know if this is really worth it but i'm going to be going to try they're going to sense that you're not confident in what you're doing and and it's easy for them to kind of convince you that maybe you don't need to do it i think we've all been in that situation with other things in our lives it's like well i don't know and then you kind of somebody gives you permission to kind of go off what you were going to do and it's easy to to fall off fall off the wagon a little bit when it comes to diet in those situations. So confidence is key in getting other people on board and especially as we move into like social situations with you with your friends and your or you're at work especially because I don't explain my full diet to people at work. I kinda they kinda know I'm gluten free or whatever and for some people if they're interested I explain it. But otherwise most people just are like she's the gluten free person and that's pretty much it. So you're going to get gluten-free treats brought for you that you're still not going to be able to eat. Um, But in those situations, I just have what I can have. I bring what I can. If we're going out to a restaurant, I order what I can. And really, even though it's kind of like you feel uncomfortable and out of place, nobody actually really even cares what you're eating. Even Even if somebody says something, it's forgotten. So keep that in mind. Nobody really cares what you're eating as much as you think they care. Um, And with your friends, it's just kind of, you know, I think it's pretty easy to get them on board with what you're doing because they're your friend and they, you know, hopefully they care about you. If if they're really against it, you're going to have to kind of work on that as part of your friendship. But I've never had any problem with friends. It's usually usually family because they can be the most judgmental and work because they don't really understand it and it's like you don't want to spend forever explaining. So what do you do when you're in the situation at a family get together and somebody is trying to give you something you can't have and something maybe it's something they made or something like this is really good. Um, So what I do is first the polite no thank you and that usually works in a lot of cases. Now if somebody's pushing um, you can try to explain like why you're doing this. That's usually what I do. I do a kind of a brief explanation that you know I have Crohn's disease or ulcerative colitis or whatever it is, and I am doing this to help improve that, especially if they knew how sick you were at some point in time or if maybe you're still recovering, especially you're like, this is making me feel better. Most people will understand that. Um, I do have occasions where I got a gift uh, from somebody close to me and they're like, they put 
chocolate Santas and everybody's stocking. They're like, well, that's what I'm giving. It's not my fault you can't eat it. So in those cases, I just kind of let it go. That's kind of what I have to do a lot of the time. Just not fret about it. Um, Like I said, now, after so long, I don't care as much. But early on, it was really tough. And so I just want to say you have to just get through it. Sometimes I don't have, there's not advice for it when the emotional part except to to stay confident, know what you're doing is the right thing for you, and let yourself get past those bad moments. See, I had times when I didn't have anything to eat and everybody's eating pizza. And you're like, why are they doing this, you know, and and I don't have anything. And how, how dare they eat in front of me? And that happens sometimes, and sometimes I would get pouty about it or whiny or be like, I don't want, you know, this food that I have. Some, you know, sometimes it's like, oh, sometimes I literally didn't have anything to eat and I'd have to go, like, have something later. Or sometimes I'd have something, but I didn't really want it, and they were, what they were having was, like, way better. So what do you do? You just get through it. You know, like, the, the, it'll, the time will pass, the food will be done, and then you'll move on to whatever else you're going to do, but... Uh, I'm not going to pretend like I didn't have my moments of anger, of sadness, of like, why am I doing this? This is not fun at all. Everybody else is enjoying their meal and I'm not, especially early on. I didn't know what to make. I'm having this very plain thing and they're having something really good and I was not happy about it. And that just leads to bad feelings and that's what we want to avoid. We're doing this to feel good. And that's what you kind of have, that's what I'd keep telling myself even then, even in my whiny, angry times when I wanted something else. I moved past it and then I remind my once that feeling passed, I was able to remind myself that I was feeling good and that's why I was at somebody's house or going out or whatever I was doing, it was because I was following the diet. So that's my biggest advice in all of this and dealing with other people is that confidence, like I've said. You're doing this for you, and you feel, and it is the right thing. And you can't waver on that, because when people see that you're confident in what you're doing, they won't question it as much. Even if they don't agree with it, they're, if you're confident, they know that's what you're gonna do, and you're not going to back down. Um, at work, I have this all the time, and it, it pretty much the, the polite no thank you, even if they brought you a gluten-free thing, and, and believe me, sometimes I've taken it and just not eaten it, and I feel bad about that because I don't like to waste food, but occasionally that happens. I like take the food, kind of pretend like I'm going to have it, but it kind of just gets put away and not eaten. So there is that option. I don't do that too often. Mostly I at work I have fruit and vegetables and cheese when we have our get-togethers. And I'll have something at my desk that I can eat later. So getting through that, that's the most awkward times. Work I've found to be, even still, my most awkward times with food because people don't generally understand it and I don't really want to spend time with it. So in that case, I just eat what I can eat and I kind of don't make a big deal about it. I think that's the don't draw attention to it. And then we, we get past that. I have what I can have and we're done. I don't, I just don't spend a lot of time worrying about it. I, and then when there's a potluck, I bring something simple, fruit platter, 
Um, I rarely make something that's SCD. I've made um, some lemon bars before. Those, those are usually the biggest hit. Um, I don't really... It's not even that I worry that people won't like it, even though I have brought a few things and like nobody ate it. <laughs> um, so that's why I tend to stick with fruit. Um, but the other thing is it's expensive, and so I don't really want to make you know a big batch of an almond flour cookies or muffins or, or whatever it is for a bunch of people um, that don't really care about it. Um, if somebody wants to try something, I've had it a few times or some where I've talked about something, they're like, oh, I want to try that, and so then I'll bring it, because I know people are invested in trying it. But it's expensive and time-consuming to make, so I don't really spend a lot of time preparing big dishes for get-togethers where the people don't need that kind of food. Um, it is cool. I had We had one once where somebody wanted to try my pumpkin pancakes because they were just getting into that kind of diet. And so then I was really happy to bring that for them. But don't fret about it. Just bring what you can bring, do what you can do, eat what you can eat, and don't spend a lot of time if you don't have it worrying about what food to bring to social occasions. Just kind of plan it out, plan something just for yourself, something small, or something that you'll know everybody wants to eat. It doesn't have to be, you don't have to you know, feel bad if people don't like your thing. That's where I've, I've been a few times when I, early on, when I was like, oh, I'm going to make this, and like nobody liked it. <laughs> and then you feel bad. And then they, even people get questioning you a little bit more even when you're like, why would you even follow this diet? How can you eat this? So cause some stuff is an acquired taste. So that is my advice. Keep it simple in social situations. And don't fret about it. And try not to, like I said, I've been there. Just try to relax and enjoy the social situation and not worry about the food too much. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Happy Gut for Life with Sherry Lip. Be sure to check out some of my recipes at happygutforlife.com. You can find my SCD dessert cookbook at Amazon or Lulu.com. And you can uh, find me and get in touch with me on my social media pages, Happy Gut for Life on Instagram, on Facebook, on TikTok. And if you would like to give me feedback, ask a question, you can send an email to sherry at scdforlife.com. That is S-H-E-R-R-Y at scdforlife.com. Thanks for listening and be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. I'll be back next week to talk about some tips for getting prepared for starting the new diet and what I did to prepare. Thank you.